0: hello everybody this week i have with me crystal alfarero she's the creator behind the human design academy an immersive human design certification for coaches change makers and truth seekers hello crystal thank you so much for being here today
1: hi olga thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here
0: and i'm excited to hear all the chapters of your life and how you ended up working with human design and now certifying others
1: Yeah, Uh, I guess the best place to start for me was um, really, I guess during my Saturn return. That's kind of like the the turning point. Maybe just a little bit before. Uh, Kind of like a lot of people, right? I was going and living that traditional path, doing what I think or what I thought uh, would lead me to fulfillment, success. You know, go to university, get a job, do the the nine to five thing, and yeah, I was in a position where I was just burnt out, frustrated, um, not where I thought I would be at that time. And so, I mean, so before I get into the human design part, basically, I was working at a big bank as an auditor. It was not my favorite uh, career path, but basically made that decision in the moment that I'm going to get up and leave Packed up my bags, uh, moved to Spain for <laughs> for a bit, just kind of changed everything. Cause I'm like, if not now, when? And so that was kind of like the the first turning point. And, you know, it was really against what my what my mom wanted for me. She's like, why don't you stay back and why don't you save up a bit more and and like have all the things in place? And for me, it was just it felt right. I had no real explanation for it. I was in the car at my gym on my phone and book the ticket right then and there one way. And I just felt like this rush of like things. I don't even know how to explain it. Almost like I was on drugs, but not on drugs. (laughs) It just felt like this divine rush and that that was the right decision for me. And so when I went to Spain, um, I mean, lots of stuff happened in between, but basically went through a big breakup and then, months after met my now husband and so just a lot of big changes happened during that time. What happened was I ended up actually getting pregnant and moving back to Canada where I was initially kind of trying to get away from. Um, so that's where I'm originally from um, and then had to go back to that nine to five just to get a little bit more stability in place and then you know a couple years after two years after found myself in that same position where I was burnt out, I was tired, I was bored and was looking for something more in life. And so, you know, we decided we're gonna move back. Spain is where we wanna be, different quality of, or different, you know, lifestyle, totally different. And it was more in alignment to what my husband and I are, you know, value in life. And also the weather's better because I'm from Toronto and it's like freezing cold and it's winter there. So yeah, made that decision to go, then the pandemic hit. And, yeah, things just totally took a big turn. Um, and I also was in the process of leaving my my bank job and creating a new business because I, I, you know, I knew at that time that banking and audit was not for me at all. And so in that process, you know, when that pandemic hit, we were all stuck in the house. We couldn't actually leave to Spain. But, you know, at that moment, because all the airports were shut down, I had to move back into my parents' house temporarily. Um, and during that time, I left my job, didn't have any source of income at that time, um, was using up my savings to build my business. And I was in that place where I felt I was running on urgency and scarcity and fear, like trying to force myself to make things work out. Uh, My husband obviously left his job already at that time. And so, yeah, there was just, I was living in this very fear-based place. My daughter was running around at home because all the daycares were closed and it was just a very stressful time period. And I think this kind of was a collective thing for for a lot of us. Right. Um, And yeah, it was during this time, I'm like, you know, this forcing, this trying to push things through was not working. I had severe anxiety, couldn't breathe like on a daily basis just you know my that tension was up to my throat every single day and I'm like there's no you know if what I'm doing right now is not working then there's something's got to give there has to be something else and so the turning point for me was really when I was working with a past business coach her name is Ruby Lee she's amazing Um, but she introduced me to human design and I was kind of digging in it was for me when I was introduced to it it was like another personality test. I wasn't really sure what it was, what it meant for me. Um, saw that I was a projector, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Uh, and then I saw that one of the strategies for projectors was that they have to wait for the invitation, and that you know, projectors don't have that sustainable energy that you know we're all trying to have when we work in this fast-paced society that we live in right we all try to and you know for for a lot of us at least we weren't modeled other ways other than the the hustle and grind to to get to where we want to be to get to that place of success and so it was interesting and I'm like I really resonate with this but I don't know what to do with this um but yeah it was when I hit that burnout point I'm like okay well what was you know that human design thing kind of just came into the picture again and I'm like well maybe I should take a step back from all this initiating and from all this hustle and grind and at least just see where this is taking me because obviously what I'm doing right now is not working. And so it was when I started to actually experiment with the tools in human design and really start to dig into it more that I felt that transformation start to unravel, right? Like I, it's one of those things, you don't really believe it. You don't really care about it until something happens. And that, that pain of staying in that situation is just too much. So it was all about just kind of experimenting with something new, right? Like it um, took, <laughs> kind of made that commitment. I'm like, I'm going to take a step back, see how this works for me. And if it doesn't, I'm going to go back to doing whatever it was before. But what human design really taught me wasn't some kind of like magic pill, really, it was more so how to trust myself in what I knew I should be doing, um, learn how to manage my energy better, so that I wasn't going out there and trying to initiate things all the time from this place of urgency and fear, which was not serving me at all. And it taught me to come back to my own rhythm and flow and to discern what that looked like and to see what that actually looks like for me. And so when I started to trust that, when I started to stop doing all these things that other gurus around me were trying to do, that is when things really started to fall into place. That's when I stopped feeling so anxious um, and really had that weight lifted off my shoulder energetically that I'm like, wow, this is (laughs) transformational. I don't know how I didn't know about this before. I don't know why I didn't trust myself to do this before because A lot of the stuff that human design kind of teaches you is more so reflecting back the wisdom that you already know for yourself, but you don't trust yourself to act on, right? And so just from there, diving into human design more um, and working with more people, I I really decided to shift my entire business into this because I'm like, this is something that everyone needs as we go into the future, we are going to need to learn how to discern um, from all the noise that's out there. There's so much information coming at us on a daily basis. And how can we discern what is right for us? And how can we trust that even afterwards, (laughs) right? And so human design, um, again, it's something that I really want to continue to share and spread really for those that are ready for it, right? Um, And then kind of go from there. So that's, I know it's a (laughs) long-winded answer, but That is kind of like the background of where I was and what brought me to where I am now.
0: That was beautiful. I was so into it. And seeing (laughs) how your life sort of intersected with human design and how it kept on trying to pull you into that realm. And when you finally accepted it and trusted it, there were a couple of things that you mentioned that if you wouldn't mind to expand a little bit more on that, you were talking about the teachings and the tools that you use human design. Would you mind giving us an overview of what those teachings are and what the tools that you use are?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of to give you a bit more of a background on what human design is, but... At its most basic level, it's a self-awareness system that helps people really understand themselves and their purpose and their relationships better. And it's made up, it's not necessarily made up, but it's a synthesis of, is what we say, of ancient wisdoms and, and science. So specifically, it's rooted in astrology, the chakras, the Chinese I Ching, and the Kabbalah. And you know, this combined with quantum physics, biochemistry, genetics, gives us a lot of insight, a lot of informations, uh, information about ourselves and, you know, our energetic nature. And unlike a lot of self-awareness tools that are out there that emphasize heavily on just the awareness aspect, um, like I mentioned, there's a very practical side of human design. And that's the side that provides you with the specific tools to help you live out your unique tendencies. Potential and really live out the highest potential of your energy, of your design. Um, So when we talk about the tools here, uh, we have what's called your strategy and authority. So based on your birth information, so your birth date, birth time, and your place of birth, human design generates this chart. And within that chart, uh, you can determine your energy type, your energetic type. And so based on the type of energy that you have, there are certain strategies that work best for you, and it teaches you really how you best interact with the world, how you best communicate and and move through life and use your energy in the most efficient way possible. And so that is the strategy aspect of it once you learn about that. And then the second part of that is your decision-making tool, right? Each person has a specific way of making decisions, which I think is very, very unique because at the end of the day, right, the lives that we live right now in the present is the sum of the decisions that we make. And so one of the things that human design teaches you that's different from a lot of these self-awareness tools is how you are uniquely designed to connect to your inner wisdom, your personal truth. And it's through your specific authority. Um, And yeah, authority really is all about getting out of the mind to make your decisions because sometimes when, you know, a lot of us are taught to do those pros and cons lists and to make these logical decisions. But the problem with that method is that your mind only works on a binary. It can only compare one thing to another. It doesn't necessarily encompass all the information or gather all the information that you need to make the most fulfilling decisions, right? That actually leads you to that um, place of peace to that place of satisfaction or success, right? In a way that feels good for you. And so human design teaches you to make those body-based decisions, right? Use your body's intelligence to connect to your inner truth, your, your, your inner wisdom and discern what's actually in alignment for you or what is good for you experience or which relationships are going to be the most fulfilling and satisfying for you, right? And ultimately, as you continue to make those aligned decisions in your life, you live out this, you know, beautiful path that just unravels around you, right? You open up that door, that path of least resistance. And that's where things, you know, not to say that things are all of a sudden just easy, but the way that you deal with things and the place that you're in gets to feel a lot less or a lot more free from resistance that we face on a daily basis, right?
0: It's so interesting, the part that you said about the decision-making with the authority part of it, I didn't realize it had such a strong component because just recently I was talking to a client who um, was coming with a question that everybody always comes, which is like, should I divorce or should I not? Being yeah. a divorce <laughs> coach, She's like, what should I do? And I always say, that's a decision that you have to make. But I do understand that we are not taught how to do decision-making that goes beyond the analytical, what you were just describing. Yeah. And I was explaining that. the the mind is is like an algorithm. It will just take information from the past and it will make predictions about the future. But your heart, your soul is this quantum supercomputer that actually sees the possibilities that haven't happened in the past, but that you're actually wanting to align with. So I love how you were saying that this authority part of it actually helps you align with that and and make more decisions from, from that soul base. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. You described it perfectly. So Mm -hmm. why isn't
0: everyone using it to, you know, make exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly it. And I feel like, you know, even in the spiritual place, you know, we're taught to trust our intuition and, you know, make those body based decisions. But it's very general. Right. Right. what we learn through human design is the specific ways that people tap into that body's intelligence, right? There's some people that are more emotionally driven. And so they need to actually wait for clarity. Um, You know, they have to wait over time to get emotional clarity, to make a decision, right? There are other people that in the moment they feel this gut response, right? Not everyone necessarily experiences that consistent gut feeling that consistent gut response, Um, but there are some that do, and that's what they're here to follow. And there's other people that are more instinct-based, right? It's all about safety and security and what is going to keep you safe in the moment. So, I I mean, there's seven types in total in terms of authority, but there are different, it's really cool because it shows you the different ways that you're designed to access that in order to make the best decisions for you. And one of the things that I love about human design is that you know, it's never preached as this thing that you need to believe. It's not a religion. It's not, you know, something that we try to shove down people's throats. It's simply an experiment. And one of the things that people tend to find once they start experimenting is that like, oh shit, this does work, right? Like this is, I can trust myself. You start to build that inner authority for yourself you become your authority you trust that you can lead yourself through difficult decisions and you know what you're mentioning with divorce it's funny because like I get a lot of questions not necessarily should I divorce this person in in that way but a lot of very specific questions around what they should do in their life and it's exactly you know I do the exact same thing as you kind of pose that question back again help them discern what their authority feels like and guide them to tap into that in order to make that decision for themselves. And ultimately that's gonna be the best path.
0: What I have found is that we've lost that ability to trust ourselves because we've been conditioned to always have an authority figure that tells us what to do. But also, and I think that this relates to what you were saying about that somatic uh, expression of what your body actually wants to do, because there's been so much trauma in our society that very often we're not responding from our intuition. We're we're having a trauma response. So how can human design help us sort of bypass that or or integrate that trauma so we can listen to the real intuition and people can fully trust themselves again?
1: Yeah. And I I mean, on one hand, um, I think it starts with not managing your energy, right? If we're first of all, in a place of like burnout and stress, and we're overdoing things, we're pushing ourselves beyond what we're physically capable of, it's hard to even access or perceive that intuitive information, right? So the first thing, and that's where the strategy really, really helps because for a lot of us, and for me, I'm what we would consider a non-energy type. Um, I had this tendency before human design to always initiate things, to, you know, work 12 hours or more a day. And then I just find myself burnt out and operating from this fear from the scarcity. So the first step to that is getting myself in a place where I'm like nourished and, you know, I'm in that rest and digest state. I'm not in that, um, you know, survival mode, so to speak. Right. And it's when you get there first, when you can nurse yourself, resource yourself, it helps with that decision-making. So first step would be like Practice, or living out your, your strategy, experimenting with your strategy and see where that, how that helps you navigate and manage your energy. And then from there, um, once you can resource yourself, once you are in a place where you feel good, it becomes a lot easier to not immediately jump into those fear-based decisions, right? A lot of people, and I think there are certain Types and I like again, it it really depends on the authority. But, like, let's say, for example, if you're what we call an emotional being, then there is that tendency sometimes to want to jump into things right away, but needing to be patient. So, it teaches you to be more aware of that. And it really is a practice, it's not something like, okay, well, human design is going to solve this for you right away. It's first of all, that awareness that, okay, am I operating from a fear based place or? Is this something that is influencing me from the outside? Is this something like an idea that's planted in my head from somewhere else? And then kind of taking that, whatever your authority is, trusting that way of making decisions, waiting for clarity if that's you, or listening to what your gut is telling you, right? Do you feel like you're you have energy towards something, or do you feel like you're just kind of Not flatline, but like, do you feel like your energy is just contracting? And for me personally, it's like, do I have that chest tightness? Like, is that there? And is that chest tightness not going away? That might be like a no, like, don't do it. Right. I think one of the things that I also do as well is helping people recognize their specific signs of what that fear looks like for them versus what those expansive decisions or expansive paths. Look like for them as well. A lot of the times you can get that information when you look back in hindsight, when you look in retrospect to past decisions that you've made. So we do a lot of exploration with that as well and see how that aligns to your particular authority and how you make decisions so that you can, you know, see that for yourself kind of going forward as you experiment with it and then trust it more, right? And you'll be, you'll have a bigger awareness of when you're making those more fear based, more, you know, misaligned decisions and you're acting from that place of like okay well this is coming from someone else um versus when you're actually standing strong and clear in and what it is that is right for you and that's the key that we try to achieve it's that clarity around you know is this mine or is this coming from someone else or am I just reacting as a trauma response to this thing right
0: so powerful like you were saying everybody should use this tool yeah. <laughs> because it will make life so much easier and decision making which again we sort of underestimate and nobody teaches us how to do but it's how our life is going to turn out it's like start exactly. with the thoughts the beliefs and then the actions that you're going to take and you make those decisions based on those thoughts and beliefs so super fascinating I'm curious if you're still working one-on-one with clients or yeah. if your focus is in the certification of other people to become human design experts
1: yeah, I still do one-to-ones. I love them. Um, I, I find that my energy works really well in one-to-one situations. And it's just a great way to get people introduced to their design. It hasn't been something that I've been wanting to give up yet. Um, but yeah, definitely still do one-to-one readings.
0: And for those who are interested in the certification, what kind of people are you attracting to your um, certification program?
1: Yeah, I mean, people like you, coaches that are trying to help their clients empower themselves to make aligned decisions, to discern, like, you know, in this sea of information even business, really all coaches and service providers that want to give their clients more, pres- more precision in the guidance that they give. So let's say I, for example, I work with a lot of business coaches as well. Um, and, you know, there's so many different strategies out there. There's so many different marketing techniques out there, but, the best marketing techniques and the best strategies are the ones that are in alignment with your energy. And then also in alignment to that authority, that inner, you know, that inner wisdom. If you don't like what you're doing, if you feel repulsed by it, then it's probably not going to be the best strategy for you. So teaching them how to guide your clients to also be their own leader in their business and decide despite what the gurus are telling them. Right. I also work with life coaches that are, you know, that are in the realm of helping people go through difficult um, transitions kind of like what you're doing and you can actually use the chart to get a lot of insights and awareness. Like it's, it goes beyond even strategy and authority at this point, because there's so many different, um, aspects to human design where you can actually extract different insights as to why a certain pattern might be coming up or why a certain fear might be getting you stuck in things and getting that insight, um, also gives you that ability to guide your client around it or guide your client through it as well, as opposed to spending a lot of time trying to identify what that root cause is in the first place. There's almost like a cheat sheet (laughs) around what, where this is coming from. Um, And yeah, so like there's just so many different ways that you can use human design. um, And there's so many different types of people that come into our program. Some people just You know, build this or grow this passion for human design as a system and also decide to have their own human design practices. So, yeah, overall, like if you're someone that wants to, you know, help empower other people to be their own leaders, to not think for themselves, but feel for themselves and trust themselves and feel good about themselves and understand and see their gifts in this world where we're surrounded by so many things and people, and sometimes we feel like we can get lost in all the noise, it really is an amazing tool for helping people come back home to themselves.
0: Amazing. For anyone who is listening and saying, oh, this totally resonates with me, but somehow they're still hesitant or resistant. Do you have any parting words of wisdom?
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like human design is ultimately an experiment right? Um, I have a lot of free information on my YouTube channel. So I think that's the first resource that I always direct people to if they want to learn more about human design, if they want to learn more about their energy type. Um, I also have, what else? I also, you know, from time to time, I offer workshops and stuff like that, free workshops, just to help people understand and read their charts. And yeah, I think those are the first places to start. And then ultimately experiment with the things that you're learning reflect on the information that you're learning you don't have to take anything for face value and it's really when you learn to trust yourself that you're like oh wow like there is value in here there is something there and again it's not going to be for everyone but for the people that are into this kind of stuff um it it definitely opens up a new rabbit hole of discovery for sure
0: and like you said, it's an experiment. What's the worst I can yeah, have? Exactly. You can that you don't understand and um, whatever, you know, hopefully you got some information out of it. It's not something that there is no coming back from it,
1: right? Exactly, exactly.
0: All <laughs> discover. We learned
1: that there's no such thing as mistakes. It's only discovery, right? And if this doesn't work for you, if you discover that it doesn't work for you, then you can always go back to something else or find a different system that helps you, that resonates with you more as well.
0: That's, that's beautiful because what if this, tool that's give you all the insight that, or, or part of the missing pieces that you needed yeah. to puzzle. So that's amazing. So where can people find you? You you mentioned your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. What is the name?
1: Yeah. The Human Design Academy, if you search that on, um, on YouTube and also on Instagram. So those are my two main um, platforms. So you can find me on Instagram at the Human Design Academy as well. Also my personal page, which is Crystal Alferrero. So yeah, very simple, easy to find, lots of free resources. Um, there's even like on my website, thehumandesignacademy.com. There's a couple downloads for you as well, like a cheat sheet if you're wanting to understand the basics of your human design chart. Um, And yeah, like there's a ton of free information to just get started and see if this is something that actually resonates with you and if there is some kind of value for you in this system.
0: And for those who may be interested in joining your certification, when do you have your next cohort?
1: Yeah, so we start actually this month. So um, our orientation call takes place on the 11th and we kick off for our first group calls the week that coming week so um it's coming up very soon we are enrolling right now um so for anyone that's interested you can go to the humandesignacademy.com slash certification and all of the informations there um you can also DM me on the human design Academy account on Instagram and I'd be happy to answer any questions as well
0: fabulous so I just have the last two questions that I'd like to ask all my guests are you ready for them
1: yes okay.
0: <laughs> Uh,
1: The first one is, where is your next great chapter? Mm, This is a difficult one. (laughs) My next great chapter is, I think, just continuing on the path that I'm on and continuing to simplify and, you know, unlearn a lot of the things that I've picked up because I feel like I'm at the point where, you know, going from the corporate world to entrepreneurship I've taken on a lot of stuff, right? And for me, the way that I've redefined success for myself is peace and simplicity. So if it doesn't bring me peace, if it's overly complicated, and you know, I don't want that on my path to success. Um, so really, continuing to embody that throughout my business, I want to model that for people, for entrepreneurs, for you know, other projectors, especially that don't necessarily have that sustainable energy to be going 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 all the time but show that there are different ways to get to where you want to be and experience that peace experience that that simplicity in life so we're not overcomplicating things and you still have so much space to do the things that you love in life like spending time with your friends your family and other hobbies that are outside of the the work that you do right and that is what is most important for me and just continuing to build my life around that i think
0: we need more examples of that. I think that the only reason <laughs> we ascribe to the hustle and grind mentality is because we don't have many examples of successful people who did it with flow and ease. So mm-hmm. command you and please bring it on because we need more women rising up with that mentality as opposed to the, we're going to force it until it yeah. happens. YouTube works for some people, but it's not yeah. fun. We just need different paths. Um exactly. So what is your, What do you see our world's next great chapter?
1: Mm, And I I think this kind of ties back to what I was mentioning with human design, but I think we're moving away from, and you also said it perfectly, right? We are moving away from looking outside of ourselves for answers. We are moving away from relying on institutions, whether it's religion or government, to carve out our paths and the ways that we look at life and and the life that we build for ourselves. So I think the next great chapter for the world is more autonomy, individual autonomy, individual self-trust and there's another word that's like trying to pop out of my mind but I can't get to it. But it really is all about be, you know, being your own authority, being your own leader, trusting yourself to carve out new paths that we've never even thought of before. So I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of new ways of living, a lot of new ways of doing things because people are trusting themselves more to go outside of that box outside of what was prescribed for us which i think is really exciting and cool
0: being sovereign being like, like that's the word thank you thank you yes that's exactly it that's exactly it yes it's creating your own kingdom and being the king and the queen of it and saying mm-hmm. this works for me and as long as you're not hurting anyone else and there are so many paths where we can get there without hurting anyone else it's just that exactly. Like I I have this whole thing with my mission to change the paradigm of divorce, and people are like, but you can't change it. I'm like, yes, we can. We've just been using a model because that's what was given to us. But yeah. look at the world right now. There are so many different options for anything from work to gender choice to where you want to live. Why are we still stuck on a? relationship paradigm that doesn't fully work anymore. So I love it. I love that we're seeing new examples of how things can be done and you are one of them. So thank you so much, Crystal, for the work that you do in this world and for creating more people who are aware of human design. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Olga, for having me.
0: It was lovely having you here. And for everyone else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadult.com and click on the holistic divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.